Welcome to the Summit County HealthCast, a podcast to improve the health and wellness of residents in Summit County, Utah. Join us as we interview local experts, professionals, and more to provide you with the best health and wellness tips Summit County has to offer. Let's get started. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Summit County HealthCast. This week, we're here with Carolyn Rose, who is our nursing director. How are you doing today, Carolyn? I'm great, thanks. And you? Good. We're glad to have you on today to learn a little more about our nursing department and some of the different things that you guys offer to the community. So before we get into that, though, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? How long have you been here at Summit County? What are your interests outside of work? Things like that. Well, I've been at the Summit County Health Department for 15 years. I started out just before the Olympics as the public health nurse, and then the next spring I took over the nursing director position. I've been a nurse for a really long time. I grew up in Erie, Pennsylvania, moved out here when I was 31, and I'm still here. I like to ski and I like to snowshoe and hike. I have one son who's 23, and he is in school and working, so life is good. That was actually one thing when I was doing my prep that I didn't take into consideration was that you were here during the Olympics. So you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. So we closed the health department, actually, the office in Park City, and that was headquarters for all of the food safety. So the FDA was here as well as our environmental staff. The nurses were cross-trained to do inspections and I was the grocery girl many days, uh, just keeping everybody fed. But then on the nursing end of it, each day one of us had to go to, there at the time there were two clinics in town, like urgent care type clinics, and so every morning we had to go and go through all of their records from the day before, and what we were doing was looking for illness with a fever and a cough, that sort of thing, and so we would track that and then come back to our office here, and then we would input it into a system that was set up by the state health department, and so that's how they did basic syndrome surveillance type of program. Awesome, and I imagine that was kind of a wild experience with everything that was going on. Yeah, it was really kind of fun because if we got bored, we were just like, see, we're taking the bus into town, we're gonna go do quote-unquote inspections, and so. We had fun. It was it was a good. Talked about your background and kind of working in the Olympics, but what's your uh, some more in-depth info about your specific background in the health field? What are some of the things you've worked on and done before coming here? Well, I'm not the nurse that has wanted to be a nurse all of her life. In fact, nursing and being a teacher were two things I didn't want to do after I got out of high school. Somehow, I fell into a nursing program. I don't even remember how to be honest with you, but I think it was because I didn't want to get a full-time job, and those are my options that my parents gave me. And I've been a nurse ever since. I've worked ICU, I've worked on the regular nursing units, neurology, neurosurgery, orthopedics, and then I worked in a family medicine residency program. Then I moved out to Utah, and my first job was at the ski resort, taking care of injured skiers, so that was really quite fun. And then I worked in occupational medicine, So I'm a certified occupational health nurse, and it's just health and safety of employees, and that pretty much ties into public health. I've been here for 15 years ever since. 
Tell me a little bit more about neurosurgery. That sounds like it's pretty intense. Well, you know, remember, this was quite a few years ago, and so people with back surgery was considered neurosurgery, and they would stay in the hospital for a week to 10 days. I mean, it was none of this in and out type stuff. But we did do patients with brain tumors, things like that, and those were actually not real fun. I mean, it was pretty sad with the whole thing. But as a nurse on the floor, the neurosurgeons I worked with were able to allow us into the operating room. So I did get to see some of the surgery, which was really cool. I mean, just seeing the brain and seeing this little tumor in there and how the surgeons took it out was just quite interesting to me. So that does sound pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, so it sounds like you've kind of run the gamut, I guess, on I have. as far as everything you can do in the nursing field. Talking about now with uh, being the nursing director, what all does that entail with your job? Well, it's I can wear different hats in different health departments. The nursing director does different things. So for, for me, I oversee any of the programs that we currently run through the health department, and I oversee nine staff members. So the programs are based on a needs assessment, but sadly, they're also based on what money we have, and the money comes from state and federal grants. And so sometimes we have to kind of stretch a little bit to say, yeah, this meets the program guidelines at the CDC or the Utah Department of Health, the goals that they want us to achieve. But I do set my own goals and my staff sets goals. And then, of course, there's the reporting element, which is always the paperwork that nobody likes, but it's important. So the programs that, that we currently offer, and this is just a few of the main programs, immunizations, women's health, we do tuberculosis testing and treatment, we do communicable disease investigation, and we also have a dental grant to help with some of the dental services for those who are not insured. Other things that I do are partner with the community, which is a big part of public health, so schools, People's Health Center, Planned Parenthood, the Peace House, law enforcement, Valley Behavioral Health. I mean, I could go on and on. There's just something that you can kind of, you can kind of create your own responsibilities sometimes in public health, or you can, you can grow off of, of something. That's what makes it fun to work with. I also partner within the health department. So with environmental health, we do communicable mm -hmm. diseases together health promotion, doing some diabetes things, some high blood pressure projects. So even within the health department, especially because we're small, I get to do all of those things, which makes life interesting. And so that's another reason why I like a smaller health department. Sounds like you've got quite a few responsibilities. How big is your department? How many people, in addition to you, work on in, the, in the nursing sphere? There's nine of us. Well, and, and then there's a couple of people who work my program and another program, so probably like 11, 11 of us. It keeps you all pretty busy, I bet. Yes, it does. You've been here basically since the Olympics through now, and obviously the county and Park City have gone through a lot of changes since then. Related to the health field, what are some of the things you've noticed changing in the community since you first came here, things that maybe we've improved upon or just different challenges that the health department currently faces? One of the big challenges that we have is dental health and oral health care, and that's always been a need. I, I can see that it's going, that the people are taking better care of their teeth, especially mothers with babies. 
So when I first started here, it was not uncommon to see a mom with a little kid with just black teeth come in through the WIC program or at that, at that time we did well child checks. I don't see as much of that now, so that's, that's really good and I think it's a combination of education from the WIC staff and from the public schools as well as just people learning that prevention is better. Another change has been mental health and the focus on mental health and substance abuse, it was pretty much hidden. And, and actually, it's been hidden for general population until the past couple of years. And so that has been an issue that's up and coming. And I think that right now, the health department's role is we are facilitating partnerships and helping to lead the way into solving some of these issues, or at least increasing the number of programs that we offer and the help that's that's there for people to get and to decrease the stigma of somebody who needs mental health services. Glad you brought that up. Going forward, we're going to do a couple interviews with Connect, I believe, and talking yes. more about mental health in general. So that was a good teaser for everybody oh, yeah. that's listening. Is something we have more to come of in the future. So we kind of went through a list of everything that the nursing department and the other areas that you work in offers to the county, but what are maybe some things that people wouldn't normally associate with the nursing department or even with the health department that you offer to the public? I asked one of my staff members about that and I said, so what do you think they need to know? And, and her response was, well, that we have a nursing program. And so I think that that's, that was a really appropriate answer and that's kind of what I thought. Some of the things that we do or that we help people with in our programs aren't really common knowledge or something that you chat about every day. Mm -hmm. Like with environmental, you can say something about the water and nobody thinks anything. When I start talking about STDs, sexually transmitted diseases, it's more of a hush-hush type of thing. Plus, when we see patients here, it's confidential. So you can't always tell your success stories to the general public, but just so that they know that we're available and to call if you have a need and we'll see if we can help you if not we have a good referral source but i just don't think people realize public health nursing do more than just shots it would be nice to get that out there talked about kind of gone over everything you've done at the health department you also work on another project kind of at the state level and i hope i say this right it's is it u-t-n-e-d-s or is it u-t-neds UT okay yeah UT it's u-t-neds yeah, and that actually is our disease surveillance and reporting program. And I've been on that project since its inception. Well, one of them, there were a few failures with that with the state, but it's disease surveillance and reporting system. And it's used statewide. All health departments use it. So we had a, a grant a few years ago of a couple million dollars. And so we use that and, and put together a team of local experts, so experts from local health departments. I represented the nursing, and then we worked with state health people, and then we had another group that was programming group. And so together, we built this system. It's actually being pretty well known now nationwide. CDC is really interested in it. It's branched out, and, and we've changed it from a sole proprietary a system to mm -hmm. open source okay. and so our programmers are now working for the state health department and we are continually meeting and doing building new programs or new pieces to this program but it is it's really cool 
I always kind of think it's funny that I finished my my bachelor's degree uh, writing papers on a typewriter, a manual no less, mm -hmm. and um, here I am working on you know a surveillance program that is computerized and, and used all over the state. It's just it's pretty amazing to me how fast things have changed. That is pretty cool. So. For my own curiosity and for everyone listening, can you give us an example of how you would put it in place or how it, how it actually works? So are the health departments around the state inputting data into this? Yes, there's a couple different ways that data gets into it. Um, one of them is by electronic lab reporting. So Utah has a set of disease of diseases that are required by law to be reported to the health department. And then the health department is also required by law to investigate those diseases. Okay. And the whole purpose of this is to stop an outbreak, make sure that people are treated correctly if there is a treatment for the disease, and to implement an intervention to stop the spread. Sometimes during that investigation, like with foodborne illness outbreaks, mm -hmm. that's where we involve environmental health and they work on the food side of the issue and we work on the person who is sick side of the issue. So electronic lab reporting is a way to put it in. The state health department may receive reports from somebody and they put it in or at the local level, some of the local physicians will actually notify me and then I will put it into the system. That sounds pretty high tech yeah. um, in advance. And like you said, you know, it's just amazing seeing how uh, technology has changed even in recent years. Yeah. Um, can, kind of going off of that, we, we talked about what you've seen in the health department since you got here up until now. And now looking toward the future, kind of looking into your crystal ball, I guess you could say, what are some of the specific health challenges you see Summit County facing uh, maybe in the next 10 years? And how is the nursing department and the health department overall being proactive in preparing and mitigating for those challenges? Well, I talked about a little bit about the mental health one. With the dental care issue, I currently have a grant for that and have to apply for it every year and work with our local dentists as partners in that grant. But we need to find additional partners and we need to find additional funding. And the funding is, is really the tough part of that one. But at some point, it would be really nice to have a dental clinic here. I'm not sure that that's a, a realistic expectation at this point, but that's something that myself and, and some of my partners would really like to see here because dental care and, and good teeth affects your entire body. It affects mm -hmm. the little kids, how they eat, how they learn in school, same as adults, how they eat, how they feel, you know, missed time at work, plus it's also a precursor to a lot of the chronic diseases which we try and prevent. Another thing that, that has come up just this year is with the new presidential administration, I'm very concerned about what it's going to do to health care insurance. Mm -hmm. uh, we have so many more people that are now on health care insurance, it's great. And sometimes that has decreased the number of patients that we see here at the health department. But that's a good thing because people really need to have insurance coverage. I am concerned because we're the health department is considered somewhat a gatekeeper for health insurance and people who are uninsured. Just kind of wrapping up, summarizing everything, if there was one thing you wanted the public to know about the nursing department or one thing you wanted them to do, what would it be? It would be to know about our, our nursing services and what our department does, you know, from the immunizations to calls about STDs or HIV. We have a full gamut of 
contraceptives that are very reasonable, very low cost that a lot of people don't know about. Awesome. Well, Carolyn, thanks so much for uh, stopping by and taking the time to chat, and I'm sure we'll hear from you again in the future. Okay. Thanks, Derek. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Summit County HealthCast. For news, program information, and more, visit us at summitcountyhealth.org. Stay healthy, Summit County.